Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hey, everybody. We are on Fashion Crimes. It is me, Holly Cates, personal stylist, coming at you today with my very best gay and fairy gay mother, Nolan Meter. I'm back by not so popular demand. (laughs) Nolan, we are super psyched. We have our bestie, our third amigo, Allison Weisel, is Back. My hoe from the Westchester area code. Hey, Allison. Hi, my people. Oh, What's my up? God. Can I just start out by saying I had literally several people that didn't say how much they love our podcast. They said how much they loved you. And I'm, I had five different people say, I love the makeup artist. Oh my God. She was so great. It was I had one too. She was so fabulous. I could have listened to her all day. It was crazy. So we are having you back. Yay. I'm so honored. Yay. Well, you're gifted and also you put up with our shit a lot. So, I mean, you, <laughs> and you act like, love. You, like you didn't have a choice, but anyway, um, so- I know, it's nice that you act like you had a choice. <laughs> I know. All right. So we're going to get right into it because we have a lot okay. to cover. Allison. Okay. Oh, so you're just going for it. There is no foreplay happening. Oh, no okay. foreplay. No foreplay. We've got no. a lot to cover. Our our listeners are begging for more, and that's what's okay. most important here. We're going to okay. give them more. Okay. Nolan, it's happening. Give me more. Nolan, give us a two-minute recap of who she is for people that are just tuning in. Um, Allison is one of my hags, obviously. Let's be honest. Duh. Um, one of my number one hags. And um, she's also a very, very important makeup artist who works with everybody from like super rich and fancy private people, which are like, let's be honest, is everyone's favorite client. They're my favorite clients because they don't care about fame and they have lots of money. Yes. Um, Then TV networks, duh, every TV network under the sun. And then my personal favorite. Yankees, people. uh, Yes, them. And MSNBC. MSNBC, all of them. All of And that. my personal favorite, editorial. So it's not like you haven't been published in several major publications, one of which we were published in together, which was like the best day yes. of my life. Bestdayever.com, Nylon Magazine. So Allison is yeah. an all-around makeup guru. And like, I love her because the first day I met her, we were walking. Coach was having this party during New York Fashion Week at the Surrey Hotel. It was so cute. They rented out the penthouse of the Surrey. It was gorgeous. It was major. Oh, yeah, it, it was, was major, like, yeah. it was major. This like $35,000 a night suite. And it was like, oh, the champagne and everything. We get out. We're like, we're going to go eat lunch at San Ambrose because we were just having our little Upper East Side moment. And I stop and Allison stops at her car and she's like, you're a little shiny. <laughs> And she, like, we just met. She gets out her powder, like, powders my face on Madison Avenue in front of San Ambrose. I was like, I was that's like, I need this. That's, I was that's like, I need this. Friend. And from then on, I knew it. We were going to be 
amigos. I think I said to her, I'm a little shiny. And she's like, yeah, you are a little shiny here. And I was like, thank you. So great. That's how I, that's how I knew it was was true love. And then from then on, we've done everything from sample sales to Woodbury Commons to morning hot chocolates, like um, LPQ, which is Le Pain Quotidien in New York. And they do these stupid hot chocolates where it's like a bowl with no, it's like a mug, but with no handle and you have to drink it like you're drinking soup. And Alice and I were very confused. <laughs> and it's straight chocolate. No, it's delicious. It's straight though. chocolate. Noli loves it. I love it. I love a bit of it. And yeah. Alice, it's not like Alice and I don't talk every other day for a long, long time and make jokes about each other. It's so much fun. So Allison is our third amigo and we love her so, so much. And Allison, oh, you, you have been in the industry for a really long time and we know that. And there's good makeup artists and there's eh, makeup artists um, as yeah. one of the top makeup artists in New York City, um, in the on the planet and beyond. You know, I mean, like your shit's pretty fucking fantastic. Let's be the, honest. Look oh, at this editorial stuff. It's like, holy balls. So the oh biggest God. question we are facing today in 2020 is the Zoom phone call, um, yes. video call. And so a yes. lot of people and a lot of fashion experts, Nolan, I think you'll agree with me on that, are talking about what to wear and what not to wear. Should we wear pants? Do we don't know? Blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about the five minute face because it's not that hard. Yes, there's an right. enhance your features yes. button on Zoom, but for me, it ain't doing a whole lot, right? So let's talk about right. the five minute face. We'll get into skincare because I know that's your jam. Yes. Well, yeah. your skin is fucking sickening. The other night, we're sitting. Oh, we mentioned it in our last nice. episode. We went to Scarsdale for a bit of fresh air and Allison was sitting across from me at the dinner table. And I literally just like totally cut across people mid conversation. Like I didn't even wait for them to finish. And I was like, your skin is glowing. I know bitch is going to get cut because oh. she doesn't have any wrinkles. But anyway, that's besides the point. So she has no that's wrinkles. So, so okay. No wrinkles. So who okay. can, you're talking to, uh, you know, women who are on zoom, whatever, if yes. you're finance or whatever, it doesn't matter what industry, but your boss is up your vajay and you're yes. on zoom all the time. And you're like, I literally have on makeup, but it doesn't look like I have on makeup and that's annoying me. So what right. can you do to enhance what, what's your, so what's I would first, advice? you know, for the five minute face for the five minute face for zoom, I would, I would say certain products that I think are important is definitely a good concealer because, you know, whatever you're doing um, at home is tiring, regardless of, you know, whether you're working all day or you're taking care of kids and working and whatever. Children children are not good for your skin. Right. (laughs) Right. A hundred percent. So I would say concealer to cover the dark circles, always a great mascara, some bronzer to like, you know, you could contour with a bronzer, a bronzer, a bronzer. Can Um, can, can we unpack that for a minute? Let's talk about the concealer. Does the concealer so, go underneath the fountain? Does it go on first yes. or last? So I put concealer. So I put concealer on first. first. Um, I blend it into my skin, and then I do foundation. But right, but that when I do him, that's how I do it. Amazing. Um, but there isn't to say that you couldn't do the the concealer after or a touch up of concealer. That's why I love concealer is because especially now, you know, if you're wearing a mask, um, which I hope that you are, but you wouldn't be wearing one inside. But, you know, also when you've gone out from Zoom, at least people see your eyes. And if you have mascara and a good concealer on, at least you look fresh faced from the nose up. Right. How do you pick the color? 
that it, it, do you go lot a lot lighter because it's not like you're matching the foundation to your skin. I am very confused. So I really think there's a you know there's a couple things and there's um, a product that I will not sure if you want me to tell you about it now or down tell the road. Me, tell me. Um, no limits. Okay, so I no foreplay. Get right to it. <laughs> okay, flag get, to the, get to the money shot. Um, I. A money shot. So I love some peach color corrector, which if you put it on, will cut the purple and blue under your eyes. So okay, that I, is, why you are you can, just telling me about this now? <laughs> we are in a fight. I, I, that was a lot of steps for you to do that. Plus, uh, but you will do it, Nolan. We we should do that. Um, we should do that because we are in. You're in the doghouse. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry, because oftentimes when you use concealer, regardless of the color, the purple or the blue will come through. But if you put on peach, again, not everybody may want to do this step, which is why I didn't necessarily add it into it. But I like to do it. I do it when I'm doing any type of makeup, whether it's private client or television or editorial. Um, I will take a peach corrector and just cut, you know, it cuts the purple and the blue. And then you can go put your concealer on top. With concealer, you don't want to go too light because you don't want to look like a raccoon. Got it. Ooh, been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you want to go, a, I would go a couple shades lighter than your foundation. Maybe one shade, possibly two. Is that correct? It's not supposed to match the foundation. It's Listen, to if you want it to, it can. If you just, if you don't have really bad dark circles, you could probably get away with just putting foundation under your, on your entire face, right? But if you have dark circles like for oh, I me have, like, I like I'm, right I do and me too and I'm psychologically I always and the theory is is that you're brightening it up a little bit and so you're looking more awake so that you're taking the focus away from the dark circle so I would say one to two shades lighter you're like giving it a bit of a zhuzh yes yeah and then you know this peach concealer does not have to be expensive or hard to find I happen to like this brand it's like all natural. It's called Found, um, and it's at actually it's actually a Walmart. It's at Walmart. It's at Walmart. Let's call it what it is. It's a Walmart. Well, you know it, whether it's CVS or whatever, but you know a lot of these big stores like Target and Walmart are either having their own brands or bringing in a whole section of natural brands. So they brought in this brand called Found, and their peach corrector is I think like six or seven bucks, um, and it's great and it's you know really fairly natural. Um, and organic, you know, I could talk about concealers and palettes and peach all day. The Makeup Forever peach is a great, you know, but not everybody's going to go to Makeup Forever has access to Makeup Forever. You could go out to Walmart right now and order from Found the peach color corrector and it will cost you like six or eight bucks. I will say, I can't remember what foundation, I mean, what concealer you made me buy or you bought me. I can't, it was fucking fantastic. Was it NARS? It was NARS, which is also a very, so that's separate. That's a concealer. Uh, NARS does probably have a peach corrector. NARS came out with a concealer in a tube, like a hard tube, like matches their lip gloss. And I got one for Nolan and he loved it. And that's a, that's a makeup artist's favorite because it's not too drying and it's not too like emollient. I just like pop that girl on and she is into it. The reason why I ask is because the corners of my eyes are much darker than my circles. So that is an issue for me. I don't necessarily have dark, dark under my eyes, but the corners are really bad. So that's where the So you could blend out. You don't have to put concealer everywhere and you could put concealer in the corner where you're the darkest. 
and sort of blend it out, you know, down so mm-hmm. that it, so that you don't look crazy. Like you have a, you know, a big glob of concealer right in the corner. Gotcha. I mean, I wish I could show you on a video. I will do, I should do a video for you. I could show you how to do that. So I'm a huge concealer fan because I always, that's like the one thing I noticed. That's why I say like on Zoom, the lighting isn't always great. Not everybody has a special lighting that makes you look so great or a filter or this or that. So I often say if you have your dark circles covered with concealer, you have a good mascara, you have a good cheek color and a lip, you're like golden. You don't need more than that. All right. So let's go back to the bronzer. Very important. The bronzer you put where? Do you put it on like blush or do you put it on the bottom? This is like makeup for dummies. It's killing me. I'm sorry. I don't know. No, here's the thing. They always say that a bronzer, when you put it on, should be essentially where the sun would hit you, right? So like you would make a three from your forehead, you know, under your cheekbone and then down underneath your chin. I love that, a three. Does everyone get that? You start at the top, go in. Start at the top. And you I go love- around and then under your cheekbone is the top three. And then the bottom cheekbone is underneath your chin, right? So that you are, love. you know, by your, so you're almost creating a bit of a contour, a very easy. I, however, by the way, do that for sure. But I also, for your clients and also for me, when I don't have a blush with me, I just take the bronzer and put it like more, you know, higher up a little bit on my cheeks. So it sort of gives me that sun-kissed look. But I also then don't, if I don't have a blush with me, you know, for the apples of my cheeks, I'll just use the bronzer. Like, I mean, I think that that's one step that you could do. That's why I was going to say that, like, I love blush, certainly. But I would tell people that if they don't have a bronzer, you know, they can use blush on the apples of their cheeks, or if they only have a bronzer, they can use it in in place of blush as well. We don't need to have an extra step that you're not necessarily going to do, right? Because if it's the five minute face, we want to make you feel and look as good as possible in the shortest amount of time. So maybe you only have time for four steps, right? The fifth of needing a blush is not necessary. I mean, unless you're like pasty ass white, and you've got to have some sort of depth. Like a color. And I mean, listen, I love a blush. A, a blush. Those are my, and that's what I'm saying. These are the things that I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with like lashes, with not having dark circles, with having color in my cheeks and a lip gloss on my lips. Not everybody loves lip gloss. A lipstick is also great. But I think for Zoom, I think you want to have those things because people see the cheeks, right? Yes. Yes. And they will see the lips and they don't, but you don't necessarily need to have like a cut crease and a full blown like contour, you know, from RuPaul's. You know, you just need to like. We really stand a it. bit of drag queen makeup, though. Let's be honest; those girls are doing it all day, every I, day. I mean, honey, they're doing amazing makeup. I love them, but most people, most of my clients who are not part of editorial and not part of television, are like, "I want the no makeup makeup look." Right? Well, right. So you're That's not what we talked about before. Yeah. Right. You're not necessarily going to go ahead and contour. I mean, you could if you want to, but the three will allow you to have a gentle contour, which also helps with shadows when you're on Zoom. Oh, I mean, see? That, I needed to that, do that. Okay. okay. You know, because if you do a slight contour and you're no matter where you sort of are in the lighting or the, you know, position, if you have a slight gentle contour, you know, it makes the face look a little bit lovelier. Um, but again, if you don't have, if you like, I can't remember what she said for zoom, I would just make sure that you have some color on your cheeks so that you don't look washed away. Because in general, if I was having my photo taken or on television, everything, the camera pales you. So when you think that you, 
Right. When you think that you don't want, you're like, oh, I have too much. Obviously, we don't want you to go from zero to 60, but maybe go to 30 like when you would have only gone to, to 20, right? You maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe take the color up to 30 instead of like 60. You know what I'm saying? And I know, and, and why not take a picture of yourself, by the way, before the Zoom starts of your face on the screen? I didn't think of that, but that's brilliant. Like the other day I totally showed up to a Zoom meeting looking yeah. like hell. It was actually the day after our little jaunt. <laughs> yeah. Scarsdale and I had a couple too many margs. Strawberry margs. Strawberry margs. Julie, Julie Lamb. Lammy can make a mean marg. I'll give her that she one. She can. She can make a yep. mean marg, sister. So I was Zooming with somebody I was meeting with to sort of talk to them about working on a project together. And let me tell you, I had my big black sunglasses on. And then I was like, it's inside. This is terrible. Like, this is so bad. Not okay. I love that. We'll put that on the t-shirt. Don't go, honey, don't go from zero to RuPaul on a Zoom call, okay? Just yeah, okay. We don't, I mean, back. you can. You can. <laughs> I mean, nothing would make me happier, I, but like. Uh, me too, but I just don't think when people have time for that or that the crowd maybe that they're working with will... I'm sure the lawyers would be very impressed by your snatched eyeliner. All of this is going to be in the show notes. We're going to put some pictures up. Yes. After Zoom, we're going to do all that. So don't worry, peeps. We got you. Now, Allison, question. If people are having small gatherings, and I mean small now. Yes. More than 10 people will punch you. Don't forget that. If somebody wants to get their makeup done... Are you going to people's homes? Are you doing it outside? Tell us what the procedure is now if somebody's interested in getting their makeup done. Right. So it pretty much what I have done uh, recently is makeup outside. Although I will tell you, I have done some inside, but most of it has been outside. I look like the mad scientist. I come with a face shield, an N95, safety goggles, a lab, your a lab coat. Going gloves. Um, I also, a lab coat, a disposable lab coat. I'm next level. And I also will, when, if you hire me, um, I will at that point when I'm finished with your makeup, I I start with a new fresh brush set that's in a package and then you get to keep it now. (gasps) Wow. That's a great thing. I love that. Yeah. That's great. I was next level um, sanitary wise about my brushes. I mean, actually Billy Vote was the brush washer. Um, and <laughs> your loving he, husband whom we adore. Yes. <laughs> he adores you too. He was so strict about washing my brushes and sanitizing the handles and everything, but I just, you know, we don't know what we don't know. So what I've done mm-hmm. is I purchased brush sets that are brushes that I love and you get to have a brush set and you get to keep it and it's your own. What a great idea, though. That's okay, so smart. I didn't smart. get that memo last time I was in New York, and I should have had you done my makeup and give me a brush set. Which Bitch, leads I me- bought you your brushes. I bought you a whole fucking set of Tom Ford brushes with your money, but I still bought them. And <laughs> listen, lady, you need no brushes. I don't, but it's always yeah. nice to have more because the same blush brush that I use, which is not the Tom Ford brush, which it should be, it sheds and that annoys me. Okay, yeah. Jimmy, I can. I'll, I well, will order you the Tom Ford one. But I want to say one thing about that really quickly. Certainly, certain hair. M sheds. I have in, I can't tell you how many brushes I have, but I have really tried to go all synthetic. So no actual real hair, but that's separate. But the reason I thought it could be the hair, it could be the brush, even the expensive ones shed. But a thing is, is 
about washing your brushes. I know that's down the road, but I was thinking about if you wash your brushes incorrectly, you can loosen the glue that holds the bristles together. Mm. So that would be, that could be attributing to the losing of the hair in your brush. Now, when it comes to concealer, do you use a sponge or your fingers? I've, I've heard both. What is the best way to apply? Um, I'm very pro finger. On myself, I am either finger or I happen to like a good fluffy brush, which I can also send recommendations on. If I was doing concealer on a client, I would also be using a brush or even a beauty blender. I don't use my fingers on people really so much anymore. I've sort of trained my hand to be like an artist and just use brushes. But on me, especially when you're rushing um, and you don't have a brush or whatever, I would just use the finger, the ring finger. I often, and I, let me be honest, they say to use the ring finger, less pressure, less pulling of the eye. Nine times out of 10, I forget to do that. Oh yeah. So I use my fingers, but I do think the fingers kind of warm up the concealer on the skin and you can press it in to get a natural feel. So for most people, I would say um, a finger is the easiest, but make sure your fingers are clean, obviously. I will tell you right now, Nolan Meter, schmoo, pain in my ass, got me started on the beauty blender and I yeah. freaking love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love. I love it. I love it blender. too. I love the beauty blender. Um, and also, sorry, that's another thing. If you hire me, um, everyone, television, everyone, whoever you are, when you hear this, they also, the clients, I also give them a, a beauty blender and a mascara to keep. Ugh. Love a judge. Well, because you can't, yeah, well, especially these days, you don't want to be using it on multiple people. So that's a really smart idea. Yeah. So one of my questions for you is, because now that we've covered so many tips, like make me laugh. Like what are your funniest makeup stories from the years of your work? Do you have any that come to mind? Gosh, I really, I'm going to come on the spot. I really need to. Does someone sit in your chair and you're like, bitch, I should charge you extra because we got a lot of work to do. That's what I'm always worried about. Like when I sit in the chair, they're like, damn, okay, how much time we got? <laughs> I get, my, well, there's a couple, it's not real. I, I get more of like the girl ages, like, I don't know, whatever age she is. She's like under, you know, 21 and she's a teenager of some age. And the, the moms are like, she just wants a swipe of lipstick. And then she sits in the chair. I mean, this is a true story. That, are the she's moms in the watching? No, I'm doing the family makeup, right? So oh, the mom's oh, like, oh. listen. X, Y, and Z is not going to want, she's going to want to swipe. And the mom, like, again, with the no makeup makeup, the next sister, and that one sits in my chair. I'm not exaggerating. And the mom's like, you know, we got like 30 minutes. I mean, I can, I've been, I can train, I've done makeup so fast. And the girl sits in my chair and she's like, no, we are not going here until you properly contour my face like a Kardashian. I was like, what? Aye, Wait, aye, what? Aye. What's like happening? Car- oh my God. I was like, what? I had no idea. And the mother was like, hurry up. And it wasn't me. It was like, literally this teenage girl was like, you are going to contour me. I want fake lashes. I was like, oh my God. And I like, wasn't prepared. And so, you know, at the time my, I would make the rate on like a sliding scale to sort of depict, you know, when they're young and obviously if they're 10, I'm not charging. But (laughs) when the girl gets to a certain age and she's like 13 or older and she wants a full face of makeup and I've already only charged her what I would charge for a 10 year old. And I'm doing more makeup on her than I am on that mom. And the mom's like yelling at me. And I'm like, wait, it has nothing to do with me. She told me, you know, she won't leave until she's properly contoured. (laughs) I mean, I just, she told me she won't leave. She wouldn't leave. And I was like, okay. And I would have come earlier had I known, you know, um, I often get into situations like that. You didn't know she was going to be, um, you know, 
she wanted RuPaul. Right. She wanted Kim Kardashian. I was like, okay, okay, okay. And the mom's all like, and so after that moment, and I always do, I mean, I especially with younger girls, I like to make them look their age, but oftentimes I, I will just, most times we get there and the daughter will be like, I want Black Island. And I'll look at the mom and be like, is that okay? Because of that situation where I was like totally caught off guard. Right. And I never know. And so I sometimes I get caught in those type of situations, which are really funny, actually. And then I had another client, which is one funny story. Obviously, it was for a bar mitzvah. Um, and, and I don't know why I said obviously, but it happened to be for a simcha. And the mom told me that she hadn't had her eyebrows done since her wedding. I'm scared for you right now. I'm scared. And I had to That's gently kindly. Terrifying. And I'm very mild-mannered and non-confrontational. But I was like, I, I just... I had to ask her because her hair was so long that it was encroaching on her lid space. <laughs> oh my God. So I, <laughs> I, had, I had to ask her kindly if she had thought about that or if I could tweeze them because I, I knew she was going for a certain look, but then I was, my space to work with her eyelids and eyeshadow was. Well, did you have to go with a hedge of, trimmer? Like what did you do? <laughs> Well, I sent her to my esthetician and she had her eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, Nolan, I was bitching about your eyebrows because they were so bad. And you said, oh, Allison said she's going to do them. And I forgot to tell you to do Nolan's eyebrows. We were all together. And she was fine. She was great. She went. She never went again after that. Um, but it really made a difference because it really opened up her eyes for me and allowed me for more lid space to work with. And so the end result was better for her. You know, it just was, and I'm not, I was so, I, I'm not really like that. I was so uncomfortable, but it worked out great. And I, you know, obviously asked her whatever and it was fine, but that was, that's <laughs> that was hilarious. That, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to speak for all women on the planet who wear makeup. How long can you keep makeup? How long can you keep eyeshadow? How long can you keep blush? For someone like me, it takes me 10 years to go through one lipstick. Okay. I I don't get it. Tell me. Help me. A lot of makeup is obviously has chemicals in it. So that helps to make it shelf stabilized, meaning it can last on your shelf for quite a while. So the rule of thumb is they say like one to two years for powder. But there's a little secret rule that like, if you use it, okay, and I know this is this is a little makeup artist thing. If you are about to use it, I mean, I wouldn't, with people, with clients, I replace it much more often. But for my own makeup, if it doesn't smell bad, and I'm talking about powder, I'm talking about eyeshadow, blush, right. bronzer, powder. If it doesn't have a funky smell and it doesn't irritate your face when you put on it, then you know what? By all means, use it for as long as you want. I mean, I can't go through a 25 eyeshadow palette in a year. I mean, it's not... right. It's not happening. But it starts to smell funky. Like I've had powder that's been around and it's my own, again, not for client use. And I'm like, oh, this eyeshadow smells funky. You got to throw it away because it shouldn't smell funky. Mascara, I would say only because it's your eyes. And again, only your eyes. I would say three to six months because it does start to smell a little funky when mascara starts to like turn a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. But like you should be going through a full tube of mascara in that time time period. I would say six. I would say by six months, I would really just. They say three, but I would say three to six. I would just chuck it and go buy yourself L'Oreal Voluminous, which is like ten dollars in the store, and it's great and it works awesome. If you don't want to spend a ridiculous amount of money on mascara, so yeah, what are your favorite? What's your favorite mascara? 
So my favorite mascaras are, I would say Drugstore is L'Oreal Voluminous. It's been around forever. It's amazing. And then I would say my other two favorite, which are um, premium brands, high-end, would be Ilia, I-L-I-A, which is an all-natural, all-organic brand, um, Limitless Lash. I love it. And Hourglass makes um, a mascara called Caution, both of which are sold at Sephora. And I love them. And you can buy both Ilia and Hourglass in mini trial sizes to try before you jump in and spend $23 on a mascara. And they're both all natural and they amazing in terms of wear and um, lengthening properties. So those are my favorites. So you run the gamut of Lengthening properties. I just learned something. (laughs) Between 10... And by the way, if you buy L'Oreal Voluminous, which is a makeup artist favorite also, you can always get a coupon at CVS, right? So there's always, it doesn't have to be that you're going into Sephora or Neiman Marcus or Nordstrom for Beauty because drugstore brands have come a really long way. But I tend to like to use things as I have, but especially over time that are like on the more natural and organic side. So those types of brands years ago were kind of like lacking in pigment and whatever. And now they've come such a long way that you can buy anything natural and organic and it's great. And it's like high end and it's sold in Sephora and other places. So um, it runs a gamut. I love that you're giving budget conscious suggestions yet giving high end suggestions as well. Love that so much. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Well, that's what I was also saying about Walmart because I am a fan of Walmart and Target, by the way, FYI. And one time I went into Walmart to buy whatever, ibuprofen or whatever, wipes for my kids, whatever. And I saw this brand found and it's like 98% organic and their stuff is excellent. Excellente. Excellente. And also Walmart has like um, Clean, which is a brand of skincare. Like they've really stepped up their game. So I think makeup and beauty should be accessible and good, you know, healthy for you. It doesn't have to be from Sephora. Well, I love Sephora to get stuff from Sephora and shop. I have a thousand and million one points of beauty insider from Sephora. Which is why you should be redeeming them for gift cards like I do. I know. I also think that now in the beauty industry, there are so many options for you to buy healthy, organic, natural skincare that works. I mean, sorry, color, and you don't have to go to those places. You could go to Walmart or CVS or Target. I am loving that. Okay, then. Yes, Yes, Queen, you love you some Walmart. You don't understand. We had one in Westchester and it closed and I am devastated. Oh my God. I bet your kids are upset too. No, I never took them there ever one time. Oh my God. I love your kids. <laughs> They've never your been in a Walmart. My kids have, my, oh, you're so sweet. They've been in Target, but oh not my God, Walmart. Could you imagine a Walmart in Westchester? That's hysterical. I mean, how many Jews can we get in a Walmart? No, it wasn't. Nobody went but me and my other girlfriend because it was like not in such, it was kind of gross, but I didn't care. <laughs> it was kind of gross. <laughs> One other thing I wanted to go back on, when it comes to foundation and concealer also and anything cream related, again, I know they put time limits on like a year for foundation, but if you are using it and it doesn't smell bad and it doesn't irritate your skin, you can use it to your heart's desire. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you will know if a product spoils because yes. it will bother you and it will also smell not attractive. Like you will know. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, there are certain rules, but like, just like you can use an eyeshadow on your face as blush because it's just pigment. Done that before. There's no rules. Right. Yes. You can do whatever you want. Take your lipstick, put it on your eyes and your cheeks, like whatever. Got it. There's no rules. There's no rules in makeup. There's no, there's no rules, queen. You can do there's what no you rules, want. queen. You can do what you do. You can do you. There are rules in fashion, like please don't wear stretchy pants. (laughs) Please don't wear tight satin. 
no like, human being should wear tight satin. Right. No tight satin. Oh my God. No, this was um, definitely so empowering and so enlightening. I mean, I do have to say, I try to do my makeup in a way that makes me look like I have on makeup. But when I take pictures, right. it looks too natural. So that's... Well, I like when it looks natural. I don't like it all the time to be like, whoa. No, but that's what I'm saying about the photos is that like oftentimes when I work with photographers, I work with a couple constantly. One of them is really funny. She's actually a, a, an amazing New York City photographer. She will say to me, when the clients, everybody wants to look natural. And then I will say to them, FYI, I just want you to know when she comes on set, she's going to tell me to put more cheek on you. Right. Because sometimes they look at themselves and they're like, oh my God, it's too much makeup. But the camera like fades you. So again, that's what I'm saying in terms of Zoom or conference calls. When you are there before the rest of the team joins, take a screenshot of what you look like because that's what you're going to look like unless the lighting's going to change. And then you'll know if you need to put a little more blush on or to darken your lip color a little bit. I mean, it's kind of like Clueless. Share from Clueless how she took Polaroids, you know what I mean? Before she yes, had every outfit. That's right. I mean, that's yes. kind of what you have to do if you want to look good. Yes. And I don't know if I would take a selfie because a selfie is not the image necessarily that the screen is showing you. So I would take a screenshot of yourself, a selfie, but a screenshot of it so that you can genuinely see what you look like. When I got my pictures done here in Atlanta, because Nolan and I did separate photo shoots and then we did a photo shoot together. I had so much makeup on. It was frightening. And in the pictures, I look so natural. And what a difference. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine if she did So much. No, I can't. I mean, it was like so thick, but it looked great because I needed it. (laughs) Well, we all need it. But there's always that fine line when like one of my clients is on TV and I look at her and I'm like, oh God. And I see her in real life and she sees herself in the mirror and she's like, I have a lot of blush on. And I'm like, okay. And then she gets on television and I'm like, I wish I put a little more blush on her, you know, because the screen just changes the whole look of it. So I think people need to know that whether it's a Zoom or they're taking a photo or something, you just should take a picture of yourself first on the screen to see what you look like, to know if you feel like you have enough makeup on. Thank God I am not on television. I mean, I've been told so many times I'd make great TV entertainment, but God, do I have the patience for that? No, I mean, you're going to have to wear a shit ton of makeup. I mean, that's what, that's what Ben have to wear. I don't mind a little bit of a powder because like I get shiny. There's no shame in my game, but. Every time I do a smoky eye, it looks like I got punched in the face. So can you. That's true. I love you, but it's true. (laughs) I want to tell you that the traditional actual smoky eye, the actual smoky eye is darkest to lightest, which would mean I don't care if you're doing greens purples, browns, oranges, blacks, grays, it would be at your lash line and then you would move up. So let's say you wanted a gray smoky eye, you would do your darkest charcoal. And then in the, where you're essentially your lid would be, would be a medium transition shade in between. And then sort of that you, you know, to blend it out, you could go with the lightest shade and then you could put a little bit of light, like a, maybe a highlight on your brow bone. That's a traditional smoky eye. Got the it. eye where you see light and then darken the crease. That's not a smoky eye. People call that a smoky eye, but you can, we can call it a smoky eye, but traditional smoky eye is dark. It's the lightest. artist formerly known as a smoky eye. <laughs> yes. Yes. And here's the problem. It really depends on your eye shape and your lid space and what you have going on. But maybe to make it so that your clients don't feel like they look like they have um, been punched in the face, maybe try purples or bronzy browns. And then once you felt like you've done the smoky eye, 
you know, clean it up underneath, then put your concealer on and then a fresh coat of mascara. That will open up your eyes. And maybe don't do charcoals or blacks because right. that will be very heavy. <laughs> maybe start with like a chocolate brown and then like a you know, maybe you can put a bronze over top of that. Like just something that's Again, not don't as go heavy. from zero to drag queen. Yeah, don't go from zero to RuPaul. Don't don't do it. Right, it, zero to RuPaul. And I do think depending <laughs> on your eye, I know zero to RuPaul. <laughs> you know we love some RuPaul. I just said zero to 60. You know what I mean. But I think that the smoky eye, if you start, you know, a darker shade, you know, closest to your lash line, and then you sort of move up to lighter shades, um, I think it draws the eye up. And so it makes you look like your eye is bigger. It do also, you, do, I mean, I have, yeah, sorry, go do, ahead. Do you understand how complicated this is for people who don't have the makeup gene? It's just hard. It's a Me. lot and it's, it's just confusing. You're like, eyeshadow. Okay. I guess it's here. Smoky eye, I guess, you know, and so it's, it's just, uh, we need all the help we can get. So. so what I would recommend to your clients is to probably invest in something. And I'm going to tell you two that I really like Yes. Um, two eyeshadow palettes, which when you buy an ash eyeshadow palette, you have lights, mediums, and dark shades. Okay. So it would be really cost effective and a wearable for your clients. One would be Tarte, which is called Lawless. I mean, which I have is a Tarte. Tarte Bloom. I have a Tarte eyeshadow palette. Tarte I love it. In, yes. in Bloom. It's called Tarte in Bloom. And then Lawless, which is a brand I love called The One. And both of them have the, the Lawless, the one has probably 12 shades and the, and the Tarte one has nine, but they have light, medium, and dark shades so that you can, if you just want a swipe of eyeshadow, you're great. If you need a little bit of lighter, you're great. If you need darker, you're great. I mean, those are, and they run, Lawless is a little bit more expensive because it has like more shades, but I think the Tarte one is like 38 $36. And imagine if you had that for a year or two, you know, do the math on that. So, so it seems like it. sometimes, you know, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes when we see a, a purchase when we know we could go to CVS and buy it for 10 and you're buying it for 40 or 60 for Lawless at Sephora, but do the math over time. If you had four, if it was $40 for an entire year. And sometimes when you buy the one from CVS, you only use it once and you throw it out. Right. So I'm saying like, even if a Lawless one was 60 bucks, that's five bucks a month, you know, over time it works out. You know, people just don't think about it because it's the initial higher purchase price. But those are two that I think are really good. And they allow you to, if you want to have just a swipe of eyeshadow, great, like I said, or you can create a smoky eye with them. But to buy palettes based on just smoky eye, what I just don't think people would really use that. That was interesting what you said about people who think they're doing a smoky eye, but they're not. <laughs> they're not. But I also think depending on your eye shape, again, you know, sometimes you have to put lighter on the lid, darker in the, in the outside. It just depends on your, but you know, you're, you're pretty, if you put a darker shade of eyeshadow by the lash line, not super dark, medium, dark, whatever. And then a mascara, you're good. You don't have to do a smoky eye for zoom. I'm going to look good on my next zoom. I don't know who I'm going to be talking you to. You are going to look good on your but next I'm a be, zoom. You but are gonna should probably be talking to us anyway. <laughs> I'll be looking yeah. good. <laughs> I'm be looking good, Queen. I mean, does your you want me looking good? Does your daughter like to? Does she want makeup or she's over it? She used to. She used to do my makeup like unbelievably well. Wow. Yeah, she would take out like the makeup forever glitter and put that on top of the lip gloss and give me like a Ziggy Stardust whole situation. <laughs> um, David Bowie, but, love. And she took she took brushes and makeup for me all the time. And now 
she doesn't really, you know, she's too cool know, for maybe, that. She's too cool. Yeah, she, she just, she just like plays with it sometimes, but rarely. And she asked me if she could do my makeup the other day. And I said, fine. Yeah. I mean, sometimes she will. She's not like, but she was very into it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's so cute. It's cute. It's, it's cute. cute. It's cute. I'm so happy for her. I mean, she is yeah. blossoming into quite the young woman. Every time I see her, she's got her legs crossed. <laughs> she's like nine. <laughs> like she's, she's 18. I know. Like she's so she, fancy. I love it. She is very fancy. Like the other day, the other day we show up and I'm supposed to, and I got cupcakes for both of your kids. And the stupid oh, yeah. people at Magnolia forgot one of them. She goes, well, you know, you could just cut it in half i was like thank you wait but what did he say wait what did he say though what did before he say? was there he was like i'll give her a bite oh. no he's like yeah i'm not gonna share with her nolan <laughs> like, you're like the yeah. cupcake burglar like you are always bringing them cupcakes forever like i know my I kids know. love it when he brings we cupcakes. gotta stop by magnolia we gotta stop by baked by melissa we gotta stop by- i mean it's like every fucking time i turn around we're buying cupcakes i mean i'm a little bit jelly i mean but that's not my fault they like me better than you i know duh i gotta i gotta win all this i also did receive a really beautiful gift from cynthia rowley after her fashion show she sent me a neon fanny pack and i was like (laughs) as much as it's very thoughtful as much as it's very thoughtful not my vibe so i gave it to (laughs) i gave it to Dee Dee to hold her flame and hot cheetos so it's her flaming hot Cheetos pouch. Oh my god! Every time we talk to you, you're like, um, she's asking me for more Cheetos. She's like, you're just, you're like, it's just wait. corn. Just <laughs> wait, corn. wait, but now she's over them. She, I, I bought so many from Amazon, and he had to take them to work, Billy, because she oh, doesn't want to eat them no. anymore. She don't like those anymore. <laughs> she's done. She's onto Pringles. She oh. left. She left the hot Cheetos. Oh, I love a Pringle, yeah. but I haven't eaten them because of my no carb situation. So that's oh. annoying. Yeah. Nolan and his. <laughs> The saga continues with Nolan. Yeah, the saga continues in his skinny legend life, in his weight yes. loss. Oh. I am I buying mean, myself a Valentino coat. Okay, and he is like dying to buy this big puffer triple fat goose because he's like, I'm so skinny now, I can wear this now. And he's like, I still look like the Michelin Man, which is not. We well, went to Montclair. <laughs> I went to Montclair and I put it on, and I was like, No. He's like, No, not happening. I'm like, This is not happening. Every time I see Nolan, his pants are falling down. He, yes. Like my clothes are too big. What do you want me to do? I'm like, ugh, first world girl problems. My clothes are too big. Oh my uh, god. My pants are too tight. Uh, my spanks are too loose. Just, oh my god, you were so funny. I can't take it anymore. Okay. <laughs> Not want to. One punch last you. the one last thing we need to talk about before I mean I will be heartbroken when this is over because I could talk all day to my besties. Yes, duh. Is about washing your brushes. I just wanted to he- head back to that really quickly. Is that if they're your own brushes, you don't have to wash them as often as I would was washing every single time I used a brush. But I would try to wash them every week or two at least. But the idea is you I use unscented sulfate-free soap. You can use whatever doesn't irritate you. Um, but I put soap in my hand. I wet the brush. I swish the brush around and then I lay it flat in my hand and I let the water run over it and squeeze it out till it runs completely clear. I don't hold the brush standing up because if you hold the brush standing up, then the water gets into the handle, which loosens the glue, which loosens the bristles and then the bristles fall out. God damn it, Allison. I wish you would have told me that before. <sighs> right. So, <laughs> <Aim> it. so, <laughs> so I mean, again, you, how many you brushes have I ruined? Such- 
really. Probably several, especially, please be nice to the Tom Ford ones. They were quite expensive. I mean, well, so that's what she was saying that they're, the hair is falling out. And I don't know if it could be a specific type of hair or the glue is loosening. Okay. Didn't know that. Just got that memo. Rude. I mean, I love rude, but I don't, I don't, I'm not cleaning them enough. Clearly. Okay. That's okay. But like, instead of, and I'm not saying that I do love a good brush cleaner. I'm not saying that there is anything, you know, Billy uses whatever. There's nothing wrong with brush cleaner, but to make it more accessible and easier for your um, listeners, you could just, I literally use unscented um, sulfate free. It doesn't have to be sulfate free, but I use unscented sulfate free dish soap, seventh generation. And I just use that and clean my brushes so that I know that when I'm going to use it on a client, there's nothing in it that would irritate their face. I was obviously pre-COVID. That's what I use. And what is a bottle of dish soap that's unscented? I don't know. I've used dish soap too. And I was afraid to say it on air because I thought no one would be like, screaming at me because I'm using dish soap. It's not like I'm putting it in you my know what? There's on Tom Ford brushes. It's kind of stacked. Well, no, but no, it's not Nolan. I'll tell you why, because when there's no scent in it and I use sulfate free, so oh, no, she's probably using like Donnie or whatever. Okay. Shut your oh, hole. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. After Don, not Donnie. I'm just saying if you're using unscented sulfate free soap, then when you would have put it on your own face, not necessarily a client, you nothing that's in the actual shampoo, brush shampoo or sh- other thing that you're using could irritate your face because now you know you have a blank canvas. You have a clean brush without any extra added chemicals or scent. So I think that's sort of important. So I like to use unscented dish soap or, I mean, unscented shampoo, but who has unscented shampoo? So, I mean, let's you're use unscented weird. dish soap. I mean, I've used my shampoo, my $48 shampoo on my dog before. I'm not going to lie because yeah. I don't have any dog shampoos. <laughs> oh my God, you are the worst. I mean, I have like used what I got, okay? But now I will get the sulfate-free dish soap and wash my brushes because let's be honest, can't remember the last time I washed them, okay? But it, I do wash them. I just can't remember when i just think for harboring bacteria right even if it's your own bacteria you can even like i look at my brushes and i know when i'm like they're kind of gross like i need to wash them i'm not making people commit to washing their brushes every single time they use them or even every week but if you could wash them every couple weeks and i am washing the beauty blender that i am washing that you have to wash and just lay everything that you do flat to dry i actually put it on paper towel on top of like a cookie sheet and i just let them dry air dry and the beauty blender also especially because you know it it it's a sponge so we want to make sure that we're washing that i use beauty blender um she makes a good cleanser we've used it on my brushes and also on my beauty blenders that's good too but again that's costly so if your listeners don't want to spend on beauty blender cleaner they can use dish soap unscented dish unscented dish soap allison you are the president of our bestie club right now Thank you oh, so much I love for you coming. So much. I don't even know what I to love say. You guys. Like, I need more information. I don't have enough paper to write all this down. Like, I'm panicking. I need to go through my makeup drawer. I need to figure out what smells, what stinks, what I need to throw out. Yeah. I need to clean my brushes. Yep. I got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of lips. You got a lot of work to do. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a lot of stuff to do. I mean, what can, what can we do for you? You can find Allison on AllisonWeisel.com. And yes. you can find her on Instagram at Allison Weisel, right? Yep. At Al- Allison yes, Weisel. Yes, ma'am. Um, all of this is going to be in the show notes. All of her sassy advice is going to be in the show notes. Yeah. All that. Yes, Queen. Yes. I mean, this was so fun. 
Thank you so much for coming back. Nolan, any last thoughts or smart ass remarks? Are we getting on the phone in three minutes or not? I need to yes. my day. So, okay. I need like five minutes because I got to buy some stuff for Didi. So for her birthday, which is her tomorrow. Birthday? So I will. I didn't know yes, her birthday was Should I send cupcakes? Oh, no. Didi, <laughs> it's her birthday. Yeah. Okay, everybody. I love you. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you in five minutes. Bye. Okay, bye. I'm Holly Katz, and you've been listening to Fashion Crimes Podcast. You can follow Fashion Crimes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Do us a solid and go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week as we investigate, discover, and laugh hysterically at ourselves and other people. Thank you for listening.